Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, it's kind of a sad day. Do you know why it's a sad day? Because I have to go to my dad's house. No. Do you know why it's a sad day? Not really. Because this is the last Ivy and Bean book. (gasps) So that means we don't have any Ivy and Bean books until the next one comes out. And then, and then, when we upload it, it's going to be out of order. (sighs) Dang it. But you know what? If there's an Ivy and Bean book, we should pre-order it. Hank, can you please stop breathing like that? And then we should mm-hmm. read it in one day so that it's up on the podcast for everybody. Good idea? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's the last book. Book 12. Ivy and Bean get to work. Hank, stop breathing like that. <laughs> Jesus. Can you put him out there with her too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, I think one of the most annoying things is like dog breathing, huh? Mm. No? If you bribe him with um, a cookie, he'll go. Oh, my God. Can you guys hear that? Jesus Christ. It's like, it's like are you okay? Come on. Let's go, bye. Come on, let's get your cookie. Come on, heavy breather. Hank is a very old man. He's... Go on. Good boy. He has to have help getting up because he's very old. Oh, good boy. Thank you, Abby. Like, months ago, we were supposed to put him down. Yeah, and he just, like, pulled through. Did he lay down? No. There's another feet on the floor. Oh, good. He could have them both. Yeah. Okay, can you chew with your mouth closed? Yeah, chewing like a cow, queen. Oh, my God. Does that bother anybody else when people chew with their mouth open? <laughs> Abby does it. It makes uh, So do you. You're just literally we're doing it. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. These are boring. All right. Ready? Ivy and Bean get to work. Book 12 in the last book. Oh, nice tattoo. Okay. What, did you guys do that after school? No. Yeah. Did you do that in the car? Oh, Peyton's in trouble. She's getting her pens taken away. Oh. Why are you getting your pens taken away? Oh, it's so embarrassing. You're getting in trouble on your, on your podcast. Why are you going to get your pens taken away? Because I already asked you not to use the pen, paint pens in the car. You did not forget. Did you forget or did you guys just do it? Be honest. No more lying. Abby, did you forget or did you just do it? I forgot. Um, I was at school. Uh, I had honesty. Pen. I actually forgot. No. Okay, now you guys are both fibbing? I actually forgot. Okay, now I'm going to have to think of punishments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get punishments if you don't tell the truth. I forgot. Tell the truth. The reason why mm-hmm. I forgot is because I've been thinking about my tooth. Oh, okay. No, you... Mm, 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 mm. Okay, let's finish this. Let's get to this book. I was thinking Okay, well, you know what then? Maybe you guys aren't old enough to have paint pens because you don't remember things. Yeah, I think that's it. No, 
get it in the car then. What? Now, do you remember me telling you guys not to do it in the car? Now that no, now it's dragging your memory, huh? Yeah, because you just mentioned because you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it is what it is. You guys are gonna have a punishment to deal with. Let's get to this before we get to that. Okay. The first problem. Bean dropped her pencil. Then she dropped her worksheet. After that, there was nothing else to drop. It was it was time for math. Carlos earned $3 a week walking his grandmother's dog. Why doesn't she walk her own dog? Bean wondered. Carlos wanted a new seat for his bicycle. What happened to the old seat? Bean wondered. The seat he wanted was $14.50. For a seat? Bean thought you should get more than just a seat for $14.50. How many weeks would it take for Carlos to earn enough money to buy a bike seat? How should Bean know? Poor Carlos. He was riding his bike without a seat. Ouch. Maybe if he walks the dog more, he'd get more money. What's the matter with his grandmother? Had she broken her legs or was she just old? Or what about the dog? Was the dog old too? Did Carlos have to pick up its poop? Three dollars isn't very much for that. Bean thought about thought, Bean just thought Carlos could get a different job, maybe an ice cream store? That's what Bean would do. If you work in an ice cream store, you make more money, plus you get to eat ice cream. Okay, people, Miss Aruba Tate called out, you should be finishing up. Finishing? I'm still on the first problem, Bean yelped. Miss Aruba Tate clapped her hands. It's time to come to the rug for a special presentation. Margalie, you are Colorado today. Do you remember what they say when they sit on Colorado? What? They sit on the... Colorado, and they shout... I rock because there's mountains. Yep. I rock. <laughs> Everyone but Margalie groaned. Margalie put her hands in the air and yelled, I rock. Mm -hmm. The rug in Miss Aruba Tate's classroom was a big problem. It had a picture of the United States on it. It was supposed to teach kids where all the states were, but the kids didn't care where all the states were. The only state that they cared about was... What state did they care about? Call. Colorado. Yep, Colorado, because it had the Rocky Mountains on it. That meant whoever sat on Colorado, Colorado um, gets, gets to yell, I rock. Yep. One day, 14 kids tried to sit on Colorado at once, and Drew had to go to the nurse's office to lie down. After that, Miss Aruba Tate made today's Colorado Is chart. Even though none of the other states were nearly as good as Colorado, it was still hard to choose the right one. Bean and Ivy squished on Michigan together. Eric went to sit on North and South Dakota. People, people, said Miss Arubitate, sit down. Our special guest is here. Everyone twisted around to see who the special guest was. But it, oops, sorry. But it was only the principal. The principal did not sit on the rug. She stood in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and smiled. Good morning, second graders. I see that lots of you are ready to listen. Thank you, Zuzu and Emma and Eric, and thank you for being ready to listen like second graders. Get on with it, thought Bean. Today's second grader, Emerson School, is hosting a very special event. Ivy and Bean exchange glances. Tago drumming, uh, drumming mouthed Ivy. Bean nodded. But they were wrong. It's career fair, said the principal. Can anybody tell me what a career is? Do you guys know what a career is? Mm, yeah, I, I think. I forgot. A career is? And I know the word, but I forgot what it means. Same. Think about it. Career is like a job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like kind of like your dream dog. Yep. I mean, job. It could be your dream job. It could be like a horrible job. Okay, what is a career? 
A job, whispered Ivy. A job, called Bean. Very good, said the principal. That's right. Today's career fair, you will meet people who have many different kinds of jobs so you can learn all about the wonderful, interesting careers you can choose from when you're a grown-up. Bean stopped listening. She already knew what she wanted to be when she grew up. An arborist. Do you know what an arborist is? They, cut, they climb up the trees and cut them down, and they actually make tons of money and if you guys get used to the spiders here and stop getting scared of spiders and you learn that they're not actually scary you know how much somebody will pay you to cut down a tree like five thousand dollars yes is it is there a chance that a tarantula will be on it i mean maybe but it's so afraid of you actually no i don't think here any arboreal tarantulas are here i think they're all on the ground so no the thing with tarantulas, they're very fragile. If they act, even if they drop one foot, they die. Their their little cute little booty it ruptures. So I don't think that any. I think I don't think that there are any arboreal, which means they climb. They're just like floor. Can't remember what floor is called. Anyways, um, and arborists climb trees. They climb trees and cut their dead branches off with huge chainsaws. She could hardly wait. The principal was still talking. The PTA has spent many weeks organizing this event, and it is an important learning opportunity. So I expect you children to be polite and respectful. Emerson, Emersarias. Finally, she stopped and took a breath. Does anyone have any questions? Are there rides? Asked Emma. <laughs> nope, not that kind of fair. Chapter, Yoga, Tooth Decay, and Hairy Pipes. When Miss Aruba Tate's class arrived to the cafeteria, a PTA dad handed each student a pencil and a piece of paper. At the top were the words, when I grow up, I want to be... The dad explained that they were supposed to be... They were supposed to list three jobs that they had learned about at the career fair that they wanted to be when they grew up. Breen raised her hand. Is there an arborist here? The dad frowned. No, but there's a lawyer. <laughs> That's totally different. Maybe he didn't know what arborist means. He hurried them inside. The long lunch tables were usually in the cafeteria were gone. Instead, there were rows of small tables. At each one, there was a grown-up. On every table, there was a sign saying that the grown-up's name and job. Wander around, kids, urged the dad. Ask questions. Find out what these people do all day. Discover your passion. She stared at them. They stared at her. Take a brochure, she said eventually. They took a brochure. Shet, the banker, was next. He had a stack of play money in front of him. Where does money come from? Answer me that, he said. The ATM, guessed Bean. Shet, the banker, said, sure. Why do we have money? Ivy and Bean looked at each other. That was something that they had always wondered. Shet, banker, slid a, pay, a play dollar towards each of them. Let's say that you have a dollar, he said. You can keep your dollar safe at home and you will have a dollar. Or you can spend your dollar and then you will have nothing. Or you can put your dollar in the bank and let the bank use it. To say thanks, the bank will give you a little bit more money. And so at the end, you will have more than a dollar. You're richer, he smiled. Isn't that great? Ivy and Bean looked down at their play dollar. How come we don't buy things with this paper and then we can buy things with, with money paper? Asked Bean. Who decided it? I don't know, admitted Shet the banker. I really don't know. Well, let's see if there's an arborist around here somewhere, muttered Bean. I'm almost 100% sure that she, that 
there isn't a witch, said Ivy. That's what she wanted to be when she grew up. Augustine dentist's table had posters of tooth decay and baskets of floss. If he wanted more business, he should get out candy, said Ivy as they hurried by. Moriah, the architect, had some buildings on her table. She also had a big blue drawing of houses that showed where all the walls and windows would go. So far, she's the only one I wanted to be, said Ivy. She wrote architect on her paper. Wait, said Bean, looking ahead. There's an author. Ivy liked books. They went to look at Pigeon author on her table. It was a book of a stack of books, but they were all the same book. It was about avocados. Navin Plummer had pictures of horrible things. He'd found pipes like hair, and hairballs, even samples of a pipe with hair sticking out the end of it. Don't brush your hair over the sink, okay, he said. Ivy looked guilty. Bean told Narvin that she didn't brush her hair at all. It still falls out of your head, he said. All the time, it's falling and falling. He looked upset, thinking about it. So Bean wrote plumber at the end of her page to make him feel better. But she didn't really want to be a plumber. As they were walking away from Narvin, plumber, he saw their friend, most of the time, Leo. He was walking very fast, pulling another kid by the sleeve. Come on, he was saying. Hurry up. What's happening, called Bean? Where are you going? Leo turned around. His eyes were shining. I found the best job ever. It's in the back. Come on. Chapter, the best job in the world. What do you guys think it is? What do you think it is? Um, the tree climber that cuts. Arborist? What do you think? Candy shop. Candy shop. Okay. Leo was almost running, and Bean and Ivy had to move fast to keep up with them. They scurried past a whole row of careers to arrive at the farthest of the cafeteria. There were only two tables in this row. One of them was empty, and one of them was surrounded by kids. Behind, behind sat an old, a big old man in a plaid shirt. Herman, treasure hunter. That's a job. That's cool. At maybe like they're the people that go around at the um, beach with like the beep 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 metal detector. Dude, we should do a metal detector at the beach next time we go. I've been wanting um, a metal detector for my birthday, but you never got me one. Yeah, it's probably because you had other things on your list, Queen. Wow, said Bean, looking at Herman Treasure Hunter's table. On it were lots of coins and jewelry and speckled with dirt. This is a job? Yep, said Herman, the best job in the world. He's my grandpa, said the fifth grade girl standing next to him. Her name was Elza. She had very long braid. He takes me on treasure hunts on the weekends, don't you, Grandpa? Yep, said Herman. And that's all money, Leo said, looking at the coins. You just found it? Yep, said Herman. Grandpa's rich, Elsa flipped her braid. How do you know where to look? Asked the third grader named Sienna Kate, crowd crowding next to Ivy. Well, began Herman. You go to places where people lose things, interrupt Elsa. You go to parks and beaches and parking lots and places like that because people lose things all the time. They lose keys and watches and jewelry, even rings. Lot we found this last weekend, and she held, a, uh, she held up a ring to her face. And I got this one, said Herman. He pointed to the little metal car on, antique worth a bundle, found it up by the lake. But how? You just go around and dig? Elza laughed. Uh, no, we use this. And she pointed to a metal stick next to her grandpa. It was a... Metal detector. It was a metal detector. Crazy. She explained. I, never knew. <laughs> I know. 
holding it over the ground like this, she swung it over the floor, and when it finds metal and like gold, it beeps. Then you dig. All the kids crowded around Herman, Herman's table and moaned. What? asked Herman. What's wrong? How much does a metal detector cost? asked Leo. $162, said Elsa. But it detects in water. It detects in water? Everyone groaned again. Leo shook his head. I knew it was too good to be true. We're kids. We don't have $162, Eric yelled. That's almost two years of allowance, said Margalee gloomily. Herman frowned. Hang on just a minute there. He leaned down, rummaging underneath his table. He brought up a book. Look, the book was called Finders Keepers. On the cover was a picture of a hand holding a stack of gold coins. Herman pointed to the picture. This fellow in the picture didn't use any metal detector. No, sir. He was just digging out of a basement. His shovel struck a metal clunk. Herman's eyes got big. He pulled up his shovel and there was a gold coin sitting right at the end. So he kept digging and guess what? He looked up at Leo. He found more. He found a hoard, said Herman. That means a whole lot, said Elsa, a ton. The last treasure hunters didn't have metal detectors, said Herman. They had shovels and they had intuition, and that's all you really need. What's intuition? Do you guys know what intuition is? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. I do, but I don't know. Guess. I don't know. Like, um, like you feel like something there? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's intuition? What well, your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're like, I have a good feeling about this, or I have a bad feeling, or like, let's go over here and dig. A hunch, whispered Ivy. A hunch, cried Bean. Right. You feel it sometimes, said Herman, looking into the space in a mysterious way. Yes, said Elza. Real treasure hunters have special sense. Wow, thought Bean. A special sense, Ivy nodded. A special sense. People have been finding treasure for hundreds of years, said Herman. They didn't have metal detectors. They just used their heads. They thought, where do people bury things? Then they'd go spot and dig those golds. Metal detectors make it easier. They sure do. But most important thing, he taped, tapped his head. What do you think he said? The most important thing you have when you're finding treasure? Is it your brain? In Two. Yes. <laughs> and a shovel, said Elsa. No one answered. They were all busy writing treasure hunter down at the top of their paper. When I grow up, I want to be a treasure hunter. Intuition and a shovel. Miss Aruba Tate seemed surprised that all the kids in her class wanted to be treasure hunters when they grew up. Why would her teacher be surprised that kids want to be treasure hunters? It's a little noisy. Almost all of them, Zuzu still wanted to be a music video dancer and a treasure hunter second. Margalee said that she would be a mathematic, mathematician during the week and a treasure hunter on the weekend. You're not going to find much that way, being warned. I'm going to be a treasure hunter during the week and on the weekends, and I'm going to find a hoard. Me too, said Ivy. We can do it together, said Bean. That way we'll find twice as much as anyone else. Smart. Do you know what that's called? Collaboration. Do you know what collaboration is? Collaboration is when you work together with somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a hoard too, said Eric. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich too, said Emma. Did anyone talk to the lawyer, asked Miss Rubitate, or the author? They were boring, yelled Dusset. The hunter, the treasure hunter had golden diamonds. Yeah, we're going to be treasure hunters. Treasure hunters, treasure hunters. 
Treasure hunting started right away at lunch recess. Almost all of the second graders, even some of the third graders, went to the fields of Emerson School and stood there looking into space. They were waiting for sense. Some of the fifth graders came right out of the field with a soccer ball. What are you weirdos doing, yelled one of them. His name was Roddy. We're getting a sense, yelled Emma, about where to look for treasure. Roddy threw the ball in the air. You're goons, said Roddy. There's no treasure. It's a school field. We want to play soccer. Too bad, called Bean. We were here first. In the end, Rose the yard duty had to come and settle it. She said that they could get a sense on half the field while the fifth graders played soccer on the other half. The second and third graders trooped to one side of the field and tried and tried to get some sense. It was hard with the fifth graders laughing at them. Emma started swaying. It helped her to concentrate. Dusset hummed. Bean stood, waiting for a sense. Nothing. She closed her eyes and tried to make herself get a sense. Treasure, treasure. What would she buy with her treasure? Candy, of course. But what else? Another pogo stick? A leaf blower? An emu? A dirt bike? A whole bunch of rabbits? A zipline? A swimming pool? Two swimming pools? Her life was going to be so great when she was rich. Oh, wait. This was, in a sense, she had to concentrate. She did. But nothing happened. Beamed open one eye to see what Ivy was doing. Have you got one yet? She whispered. Ivy shook her head. Suddenly, Leo started running. He had a sense. He ran to the big, ugly bush that grew on the side of the fence. He picked up a stick and started digging, digging, digging. Then the stick broke. He found another and started digging, digging, digging again. Bean stopped waiting for her own sense and ran across the field to see what Leo had come up with. Everyone else came streaming behind her and the fifth grader stopped playing soccer to watch. When she arrived to the bush, she had her hands in gleaming gold with the words UJ printed on it and silver and black letters on it. Leo held it up so everybody could see. What is it? asked Ivy. Gold, said Leo. Leo, a gold U-jet which is what it is. Gold, repeated Dusset respectfully. How did you know it was there? Asked Emma also respectfully. Leo looked mysterious. I thought about where someone might drop something. And then this bush seemed to be like the right kind of place. That doesn't sound like a sense, Bean said. That sounds like a regular thinking. Leo shrugged. Whatever, I found gold. You didn't find anything, yelled Roddy from the soccer field. He threw a soccer ball at them and just caught the ball and ran away with the fifth graders. He decided to charge them. And everyone else scattered like bugs. Then the bell rang. The second graders were walking back to class. And Eric said, I have a sense that I'm not going to, that I'm going to find something really good in my grandma's yard. I have a sense that I'm going to find some money, said Margalee. I have a sense that I'm going to get rich. Bean and Ivy looked at each other in front. They didn't sense anything. What was the matter with them? Chapter Lost and Found. After school, Bean and Ivy rushed to Pancake Court to get started on their treasure hunting. But once they got to Bean's house, they decided to keep their strength with the healthy food. Healthy food means fruit. They ate some raisins and some pickles that were sort of healthy, or at least not unhealthy. And then they had some chocolate milk. Milk was good for you. They spilled a little bit of the chocolate powder, but unfortunately, they licked it up. Even more fortunately, they licked it up just before Bean's dad walked into the kitchen. Hi, kids, he said happily. He was always excited to see them when, he, when they came home. What's the big plan for today? Ivy and Bean exchanged glances. They said, if, we, if I tell him what he's doing, he's going to make suggestions, and we hate suggestions, so you better change the subject. Dad, said Bean, have you ever lost money? Lost money, Dad said. He looked grumpy. He had a grumpy face on his like, Yes. Really? The things you find out about your own parents. How much? 
$56. Whoa, Nellie, that's a lot of money. You could buy two metal detectors with that. Where'd you lose it, asked Bean. She hoped it was nearby so they could dig there. Where'd I lose it? Get this, Bean's dad huffed. I spent $256 on a printer and ink, and then three days later, tops, the darn printer breaks. And of course, the printer doesn't take old ink. Total waste, complete bust. And I would, I would, I would the ink place, what? And oh, and would the ink place take black ink? No. I wrote to Better Business Bureau, and do you know what they said? Bean and Ivy stared at him. What on earth was he talking about? Ivy put her napkin down. Thank you for the delicious snack. Yeah, Dad, thanks. Bean said, sliding off of her chair. We've got to go into the backyard <laughs> to get some exercise. Okay. Next part. What? Next one. Taking a break and do the next one in a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay, see you guys in a minute.